You're listening to Longkang Kitties. Hello everyone, welcome to the episode of Long Gang Kitties. This is John Wan, your most handsome non-enhanced criminal justice member man ever on the face of the planet. And today we have the whole fucking crew back together again for one more show. One last show until the next um, <laughs> month. Until the next month. <laughs> John Wang, I, I accuse you of being a criminal. I saw what you did last night. When you think nobody was seeing. Well, you did this again from the previous, the bonus yeah, episode. I'm going to bring it. it up. Yeah, because, you know, I hope that when you go to oh sleep tonight, God. you just think about what you have done to your, ruin that family's life. You're okay. as boring as the ultramarine novels that I brought oh up right after the previous. Okay, anyway, <laughs> then we have Angie together with us as well. And we have Jerry hey, totally whoa. not shitting and not farting in his pants. Right now, right now. Later hey, we don't. Jerry, why is there a brown puddle underneath your chair? Angie, can you put your finger in the brown puddle and see what it is made of? I'm not going to do that. Is that really you a brown puddle? It. Yes. <laughs> okay. It doesn't smell. It's not poop. It may be the chocolate. The only question I have is, is it is the puddle uh, coming from Ang- uh, from Jerry or from Dan Wong? <laughs> because this one is uh, it's actually a legitimate question now. We don't actually know. Dan Wong was threatening to shit in his pants earlier today. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. Okay. Very possibly it's from yeah, Dan Wong. I've been framed. <laughs> So it's not a threat after <laughs> the all. The criminal justice system is biased against me. Then why are you feeling like this cold coldness in your underwear coldness as you sit underwear. on the chair? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jerry, uh, do you feel a coldness in your underwear? No, warm as fuck. I guess it's so Dan Wong. So we know who it is, long. We know what the company is. <laughs> Obviously, the one with whose whose pants are warm, right? My pants are cold and dry. See, warm indicates like the presence of warm fluids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we believe you then wrong we have the right to not incriminate ourselves actually he just incriminated himself what why how unknowingly unknowingly <laughs> you think you you bring this up to a judge you see who what he'll say oh. Sylvia Lim will defend me okay fuck off you guys she used to be police do you know that do you know that mm-hmm. she used to be a station inspector I think was it you better don't randomly say things uh, they we cannot sue or what did know. you did you know that the guy uh, who amended her motion was also a former police officer. The guy's Mr. Murali, Murali Pillai. Murali Pillai. Murali Pillai. Yeah. Oh, I thought oh, he's I'm a Kopikia. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you cannot puff ma later, I tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Pillai. Please don't puff ma. Why you call him a Kopikia? Yeah. Everybody started off as a Kopikia, okay? Sure. Yeah. I'm sure every PAP member started off as a Kopikia. Yeah, 60 years ago. <laughs> 60 years ago, they all lived in poverty and then rose, uh, made their way to the top. But they all started as a Kopikia. <laughs> one of the, you know, the previous John Wang's game show, right, we were talking about the politicians, what they say, which one is true. Uh. Mm-hmm. One of it that I really, really wanted to include, but I, didn't, I couldn't really find a way to do it properly, was the one results... Uh, I played so much sports in secondary school. That's why I was in a normal stream. <laughs> so, so, I really, I really, really wanted to add that one in, you know, but uh, yeah, the, the the punch just wasn't there. And it's just like a bit difficult. But yeah, I'm sure all of them were kopikian. That's why they were all in a normal stream in secondary school. Mm. <laughs> they serve too much coffee. Too busy working, being uh, being such a miserable little fuck. Okay. So today, to ooh, what juicy topic do we have on the table, John? Okay, so we first thing is uh, Sylvia Slim. Sylvia Lim wanted to what do you, how do you say uh, enhance enhance our criminal justice system here in Singapore, uh, much to the chagrin of the PAP, the Pappies. Mister <laughs> Mister Pillai 
submitted the <laughs> NG I'll tell you what I, I think I better don't steal your joke I think you you, you said it in, I said it you said it in your own words best when I saw your Facebook post can you repeat it on the FOS let me just give you guys the context of what mm, happened please please right? please so um, workers party filed a motion for ju- on justice for all okay and the original wording was that Singapore's justice system that this house this is part of it that this house affirms that fairness, access, and independence are cornerstones of Singapore's justice system and affirms, sorry, and calls on the government's continuous efforts since independence to build a fair and just society to recognize and remedy its shortcomings in order to enhance justice for all, regardless of race, language, religions, economic means, or social status, including facilitating a review of the justice system. So what happened is that Mr. Murali Pillai, Copy boy, according to Dan Wong, proposed an amendment to the motion standing in the names of the honourable members, Miss Sylvia Lim and Miss Hurting Room. And now it reads like this: that this house recognises that fairness, access, and independence are cornerstones of Singapore's justice system, and affirms the government's continuous efforts since independence to build a fair and just society. Okay, okay, I see what's going on. Can I summarize any, it? Okay. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Let Continue. me just finish this. Yeah, go any ahead. shortcoming in, and remedy any and shortcoming. remedy and remedy any shortcoming in order to enhance justice for all, regardless of race, language, religion, economic means, or social status. That's it. So, so removing the entire last part, uh, including facilitating a review of the justice system. Yes. Uh, the, so that's one of the changes. So the original yeah. motion filed by Ms. Lim calls on the government to recognize and remedy shortcomings. The mm. amended motion by Mr. Pillai affirms the government's continuous efforts since independence to build a fair and just society and remedy any shortcomings. So basically, last time I tell Jerry, can you please uh, put down the toilet seat uh, when you shit and what Jerry did instead was to shit on the toilet seat. Like, that's basically how the how the Tai Chi uh, is moved around. Basically, they're just like shuffling, you know, the mahjong towels are like like the word salad this fucking thing is, right? And then after that, come up with something that is like completely not mahjong at all. My take on this is basically that this is what I wrote on my IG, uh, basically. Murali Pillai is like the person who didn't contribute anything during the entire semester in group work, then rearranges the PowerPoint slides last minute on presentation day to deliver a presentation that was way off from your team's intent, and the rest of you can only watch in horror that all the work you put in went down the drain thanks to this teammate. What I didn't write is that this teammate will probably get an A, and then the rest of you will get an F. Holy shit, have you ever encountered like anything like that when you were a student? I hope not. Yeah, I did. I did. Oh my god. Have you never? uh, No, I've never come down before. Maybe I, you are a teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah you are probably a teammate. <laughs> uh, never do homework. <laughs> That's why you never encounter. Okay, so just to double confirm, uh, just tell me if I'm because I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot, right? So I tell you the idiot's take on this, okay? Mm-hmm. So the WP <laughs> is filing a motion that says, a criminal justice system not fair must amend, right? And then Murali Pillai amended, proposed an amended motion where you reword it slightly to say that we have been we have been working continuously to improve the justice system. No, you didn't even say that. The, the keyword is on continuous effort, right? Yeah, uh, they just affirm that they have they have this uh, continuous effort to recognize and remedy any shortcoming. Meaning so, they don't have shortcomings. Yeah, meaning they don't have any shortcomings because they recognize and remedy it. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So it's not just saying Sylvia Lim saying, "Oh, we won't never do work." Murari Pillai saying, "Uh, uh, yes, we got do work." It's more than that, lah. Is that we got do work and we know the work that we do is so good, it's perfect, so amazing. It's really perfect. That you don't have to criticize us. Yeah, you don't have to say anything else. Oh, that's not how I read it. Interesting, interesting. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So, so that's why okay. the word salad right has been completely shifted in. Like you order a Caesar salad at the start, right? And then now suddenly come out a, a fucking char sao power. It's completely <laughs> fucking different. Yeah, of course. Just of course, changing a few words. Yeah, of course, Sylvia Lim won't accept it. Lah, because no, nobody from the opposition accepted it. Yeah. 10, yeah. 10 WP, uh, you know, all 10 opposition elected members and the two NCMPs didn't mm-hmm. sign. Well, I never knew you could do that. If you file a motion, somebody else can propose that you amend your motion. Yeah, I was actually kind of, in- uh, like, it was quite kind of interesting to me that that happened, actually. Because oh, I was no. like, oh, you can do that? Wait, no, what? No, I also didn't know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it would kind of, it, it kind of like, the, it's the know you defense, right? It's like, Oh, uh, Jerry is a stinky poopy. Then I've had the PAP is just no you. Then I've had, <laughs> then the, then the WP is just like, okay, I'm not going to play this game anymore. Then the PAP, oh, I'm declared the winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my goodness, yeah, it's playground stuff, man. Playground it's 101. Really ridiculous, it kind uh. of is, right? Like, that's know. basically what's happening now, ah. Uh. She actually had this, like, uh, about 30 minute long speech. It, all of it kind of taken to out of context by the peppies and whatever lah. So let's let's just be clear about what what was what was being said. So a couple of things that she wanted to revise in terms of the in terms of the criminal justice system. Uh, three areas. This I'm taking this from the Workers Party the the Facebook page. Uh, this is public. Everybody can can take a look. Uh, three areas for improvement. What she's asking for: access, equal protection for law for the poor, reviews victim rights and roles as stakeholder in the crime case, and review law enforcement practices and training. So the equal, well, so let's just start with the equal protection for the poor. Uh, we we'll go through it bit by bit. Uh, snowballing of penalties due to inability to afford fines, lack of legal representation due to inability to afford legal counsel, and disproportionate impact on money bill, uh, on the poor, which can derail the entire household. So one of the things, for example, in terms of the snowballing of penalties and the bail portion, right? One of the example that was given was. Somebody, some, some dude lives in a small little HDB, has a parking fine, mm. and then the bill is set at $10,000. So this is one of the example that was given. So, uh, then Wong, is $10,000, uh, too small for, for, for bill? <laughs> I, I can tell you safely that if I was the guy with the parking fine, I'll be in jail, uh. Nobody will bail me out, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money, uh, for a parking fine, wow. The, the, so, one of the things is that is, one know. of the things that's being said, right, is like, then why not just pay the fu- fucking parking fine? But I think that's kind of neither here nor there. It's a bit of a so. If let's say for instance, there's this guy, he drives his company truck. Then usually company truck you can drive back home because normally in the in, in the daytime you might need to mm. deliver something else somewhere, right? Whatever. Can I have a parking fine? He can. He actually cannot afford it because he got three fucking screaming kids at home. All of them need diapers. All of them need to go to hospital. Whatever. Whatever. He cannot, now he cannot work, right? Now he, he's in jail. He, he, he got a lot of problems. He don't have the money to pay for the fine. Then on top of that, I still need to slap a $10,000 bill on this guy. So the question is, is this fair? So the other thing is, like, if he cannot afford bail, he will be put in jail or something. Yeah, he'll, and be, then, he'll be remand. I think it's a remand, right? It's yeah, yeah jail, remand yeah. or whatever. Basically, he'll be out of commission. Yeah, he'll, he'll uh, so he can't freedom. work. Yeah. Then he doesn't have money. And then, of course, his three screaming kids still need to eat and have their diapers changed. Yeah. So, like, he's essentially falling even more behind yeah. because of this. So that's thing. the snowballing of penalties, the portion. Yeah. Right? 
So, I mean, essentially, right, like, I think it, in a, in a utopian world, the justice system will be like pegged to your earning salary instead of having like a one size fits all kind of. I don't think that's a utopian world as well. Um, so the, the, the kind of pitfall, the trapping of that, right, is like the Finnish system. The, 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 there's a, the legal system, or, or at least the tra- kind of the traffic system in, in Finland is that if you get a speeding ticket, right, the speeding ticket is proportional to your earnings. Mm. Yeah. So there was a, there was this Finnish ultra rich dude who got fined $1 million for speeding. Mm. Um, wonderful. No, I don't think it's wonderful. Actually, I think it's terrible. I um, love it. We don't want to give the state, right, too much power to go and determine what is reasonable or proportionate to your earning power. I think that's a, I think that's a very, very, uh, terrible pitfall. I mean, we, you hear, you think, wow, so good. Let's just punish the millionaire even more. But the truth of it is that they can reverse this onto anybody, right? And even middle income people can get, like, slapped, like, tremendously by a law such as this. I yeah, think it's yeah, the it's, reason for laws such as this is just to make sure that you feel, do, you do actually do feel the pinch, right? I, I yeah, guess you're gonna say I something. Guess. No, no it's it's one of those. Uh, you know, if you if you do that, like for for a rich dude, maybe they'll be able to pay it off, no problem. But like what John's saying, for the middle income, actually, it might be a little bit more challenging because some middle income households, even even though they seem to be earning a lot more, you know, they could be they could be a little bit. If you slap them with a proportionate fine, it's gonna make life hard for them as well. Uh, especially if the crime is not. You know, it's kind of those very lightweight crimes, I mean, like yeah, speeding like, or parking like a fines. Punishment is a punishment, lah. That you but feel the weight of the crime. The the thing about justice, right? Justice is meeting out punishment proportionate to the crime, not mm. proportionate to your earnings. And I think, and one of the things that is said, right? Even in our own amended motion, is that enhanced justice for all, regardless of economic means. So mm. that's yeah. meaning to say that the rich and the poor are punished the same. Mm. Sylvia Lim is trying to propose here, right, is that, or one of the things that she said was, it is not an intentional uh, kind of like effect, right, that the PEP is trying to suppress the poor using legal means. It's just that it's a, it's a natural side effect, right, of the the poor not being privileged in the legal system. Mm. You see, and it's not, it's not like, a, it's not an intentional thing. It's, a, it's, it's just naturally occur one. Every legal system in the world will be like this. So, what she's what she's trying to do is to get the government to come and fill in the gaps, lah, so called. Okay. Yeah. Shake things up a bit, lah, because you know any system that's been around for a long time, uh, there's bound to be ways and means to get around certain obstacles. So, so is Murali Pillai saying that the system is beyond reproach? No, uh, he's not saying that, right? We don't know well, if he's saying it's beyond reproach, but certainly he's he they don't feel the need to go and um relook look, re, uh, relook into the they they do basically don't want to rock the boat, lah. They want to make slight adjustments. You know what? Fucking rock the boat, man. And I tell you, uh, let me hear, let me, let me rage again. <laughs> fucking workers party, right? You all need to rock the boat some fucking more, okay? You all are just going up there. And you know, uh, the whole time Sylvia Slim speech, right? Okay? She, the whole time she talks like fucking Jerry. Okay? It's just disclaimer after disclaimer after disclaimer. Who's Gary? We're not Jerry. Jerry. Not Gary. <laughs> Who the fuck is Gary? There's no Gary, okay? It's Jerry. It's just disclaimer after disclaimer. All the fucking time. Right, right, right. Sylvia is just like, we're not saying the PAP is bad. We're not saying the justice system is bad. We're not saying this, this, this. We're not saying that, that, But this is just the gaps. Fuck off! Just rock the fucking boat, workers party. Please! <laughs> that, that's why it took 30 minutes, right? 
Indrani Raja chimed in also uh, yesterday. So she posted on her Facebook by asking directly, and I'm reading this off a Straits Times article. Did the PAP really cancel out the WP motion? Minister in the Prime Minister's office wrote that the original call to the government to recognize and remedy its shortcoming was unclear in what it's referred to. It could mean the system as a whole is defective, or it could mean that the government shortcomings which have somehow made the system defective. However, as the progress, uh, as the debate progressed, it became clear that there was bipartisan consensus that our system is not broken, has served Singapore well, and is improving. But as with any system, it can be further improved. She said, pointing out that Miss Lim had said the same in her speech. Indeed, there was see, a lot see, of common ground between PAP see, the, the and the WP MPs in a debate. You see, the problem with all these like disclaimer and whatever, right? Like, she really born to rock the boat, right? Always saying, oh yeah, you know what? It's, it's an okay system, but we don't want to fill in the gaps. Then you see all this, all this, the PAPs, right, can come in and say, you know what? Actually, uh, we're all on common ground. There's nothing really need to be done already. Even though Silverlin, right, got like fucking 30 minutes of speech, uh, trying to explain to the PAP people why there's like three things that we need to go and fix, you know. But then, uh, Indrani go and take on this one little portion that she says, actually, uh, the system is okay. We need to improve. Then, uh, they just, oh, the system is okay. Then, no need to improve. No need to improve. Fuck. <laughs> we are Let- done. I'm just, drop the fucking bird. Let me just finish Indrani's speech because okay. this part is particularly amazing. All right. After all the speeches were delivered, it was evident that a wide-ranging root and branch review of the justice system was not necessary. Amendments, she added, were a more constructive course of action compared to rejecting the WP's motion altogether. Ms. Indrani also noted that the WP MPs had agreed to some amendments, but not others. She said that their opposition to the Third Amendment from its to any shortcomings was in particular puzzling and sad. Mr. Murali was certainly not saying that there were no shortcomings, said Ms. Indrani. On the contrary, by including the words, any shortcomings... The amendment expressly recognizes that there are indeed shortcomings and these must be remedied. Ugh. Yeah, I, I guess I guess as a common man on the street, I'm Ugh. a bit irritated by this uh, this word salad nonsense. Uh. Yeah. Basically, yeah. basically yeah. uh Well done Indrani. What they what she no, was saying. It's not Indrani's fault. It's Silver Slim's fault. Okay? Silver Lim is too soft already. She just went too softball on this whole thing. And okay, I get it. The the PAP right, they have they have this over they have this tendency to just like you play hardball, I play even harder ball. That's the that's the PP playbook from day fucking one. Okay, you criticize them, man. That's it, man. They're gonna like come out all sort of things to go and hunt them and whack you. But at the same time, right, this this like half and half approach doesn't fucking work either. I just I'm I was so fucking disappointed, no, to hear the stupid speech. To, to hear so the we cannot speech. do hardball. We cannot do softball. What are we supposed to do, uh? No, that means you should double down on the hardball already. <laughs> you should definitely double down on the hardball. But you better go and make sure you do all your research to make sure the any response the PAP have right, you are there to counter it. Any any fucking one of them. Strike first, strike hard. <laughs> Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Uh, moving on to the second part of Silver Lim's review, which is the review of victims' rights and sh- uh, roles in as stakeholders in crime cases. So another one of the things that uh, that was highlighted, for example, there was a rape survivor who decided to ra- uh, report her rapist after much pain, uh, after some weeks dealing with the trauma as well as having an abortion. After the police investigation, she received a curt letter stating that the police have consulted the AGC Attorney General's chambers and decided no further action would be taken and the case would be closed. She felt shattered that the system had failed her. When she wrote to me recently, she mentioned that no reason has been given to her for closing the case, and put this question, 
am I not allowed to ask? This is the second part of it. Apparently, this also happens quite a lot. Okay, so another one of the one of the recommendations, right, from the work from the workers' party is that law enforcement agencies should record statements written in non-English languages, especially Chinese, Malay, Tamil, and that uh, law enforcement agencies should have should understand multiculturalism and guard against inadvertent discrimination. Another thing that could possibly happen, right, is for like workers, uh, the various foreign workers who are more, I think, more vulnerable in a lot of cases, especially helpers. To report crimes or to or to let people know that they are a victim of something, and because a lot of them don't actually speak English, or their English are is very poor. So all these criticisms are all very measured and fair. I I don't see what the difficulty is in to review them and trying to fix them. I mean, at least try to fix them. I think the the more important part is that we make sure that the during like the investigations, the like all these people understand what they are consenting to, they mm. understand the questions being asked to them and the fact that, like, you know, uh, there's nothing lost in translation. Because uh, I'm reading this from Kirsten Han's post on, on this, right? Uh, and she mentioned about the fact that Pati Liani had an interpreter, but it, she's, it's not like... Um, it's not a Bahasa Indonesia, Bahasa Indonesia interpreter. It's just a it's Malay just a local Malay guy. So mm. there are, like, I guess, significant differences between, mm. like, local Malay Malay and Bahasa Indonesian uh, language and like they were quite and I think that that was what was being disputed whether like Pati Liani um, gave accurate statements because of you know that translation errors and and also there's a there's a very good it's been going back and forth not not related but related it's going (laughs) What the fuck? It's been going back and forth. Okay, so a lot of Malaysian Malays always accuse Singaporean Malays of not knowing the language well enough, right? Just like how Singaporean Chinese don't know the language well enough. Oh, so okay. there is there is also that you know it plays. It, there is a good possibility that the interpreter that the SPF got for Patiliani mm. wasn't really good enough to interpret hey, do, in the do first you think place. The SPF uh, IO uh, in charge of Patiliani's case is in trouble. All of them should be in trouble. Yeah, but none of them are. Yeah, but none so. of them are. Why would they be? Well, yeah. Shanmugam was talking about this, right? Like, let me. Nah, Shanmugam, even Shanmugam, Shanmugam mentioned that there are some shortcomings you know, wait, in the way the investigation was handled. Wait, wait, wait! Better don't say anything. Can I pop my again? Hold on. The NG go and fact check you. No, 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 no Shanmugam is the best, huh? You fucking say everything is right. Every fucking thing in the shit that comes out is gold, huh? Fucking According hell. According to Mister Shanmugam, the police and attorney general chambers had handled the case as a routine theft case. He reiterated that there was no undue influence on the police or the AGC by Mister Liu or anyone acting on the family's behalf. However, he acknowledged that there were lapses in the investigation process, namely how there had been a five-week gap from when the police report was filed to when the police officers visited the scene. That was pretty much the, all he said about the police. I, think. I, I'll have to say I do. I do uh, agree with what Shamogun has said. In a <gasps> sense, Jerry, you love the PAP the most. In the uh. sense, in a sense, I do believe that they they didn't have any influence from you know the powerful people who are on the other side of the case. But I do, I do feel that they really screwed it up. People on the ground screwed it up. As as with you know everything, it, people on the ground can't screw it up. <laughs> that's why I feel like. that's why I feel like. okay yeah. sure yeah. so I, yeah, I mean it depends how you view it I view it like there's a lot of holes there's a lot of shortcomings a lot of lapses definitely and this stuff yeah, needs, definitely needs yeah. to be fixed I think like in a related but the... not related 
Uh, related, related, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, back to the WP last last pitch uh-huh. that I'll just say is um, uh, today's motion is not about tearing down the system or discouraging those who work in law. Far from it, it's about desire to raise the system to the next level, plugging gaps to give everyone the confidence it will work for everyone from CEO to the poor and disadvantage. So that's the talking about holes, uh, related to not related. Holes. Uh, I think uh, Singapore, the police, the investigating uh, processes can be a lot more transparent also. I think a lot of times, a lot of these things are not really mentioned to even the victims or people reporting the cases. You know, like if you make a police report, what do they do with it? How are they going to go about doing it? You know, I don't, it doesn't feel that, it doesn't feel that you are granted access to the due process that you, you deserve as a taxpayer. You guys feel like the PAP is very reactive to this motion that's been filed, that they, they feel very insecure. That yeah, I think some, so. Some, like I think some, they're very highly defensive. Yeah, huh? I think mm. so. Because it's a critique on them, I guess, as a way of how they run. And I think, like, they especially feel it because, like, there are also, like, a lot of talk about elitism and how, you know, mm. people who are of a certain social economic status are protected from the law. And many mm. of our dear MPs they don't and ministers that. are of that particular social economic status mm. that protects them. Let us counter criticisms of elitism with more elitism. <laughs> <laughs> it is not I who is wrong it must be the ignorant masses <laughs> of course unwashed. we are wrong I mean we, we, are, un, we are ignorant uneducated yeah. and poor we right? unwashed and filthy motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> brown liquid underneath yeah. our chairs yeah. yeah we can't even like clean out our asses because we're just that poor you know we can't afford cannot even afford toilet paper this is why we love the PAP guys <laughs> So one of the things also prior to recording this episode, I just let the other kitties know about how Singapore police force operate very, very differently from the so-called American police force. So in America, you get arrested, you have the Miranda rights, right? You get the, you get the, all your rights read out aloud to you. Mm. But in Singapore, there's no such Miranda rights. You don't have, you have the, you have the right not to self-incriminate. That means you can say, you can don't say anything to the police while you're being interrogated, strictly speaking. However, all this right will be used against you much later if you try to insert uh, new information as part of your defense. Uh, so meaning to say that you have, if you cannot arrest her right before you get to talk to lawyer or whatever, uh, you better go and sort out all, all the details in your head and then uh, let the police know all the facts and details. Which to me, this is a is problem for a lot of, a lot of reasons. But going back to Silver Lim's motion, right, with regards to how the poor, the uneducated, or the foreigners who have problems with the languages and whatever, all of this, like, kind of will come back and bite them in the ass. I'm, I am, I, I don't know the case about, uh, Padi Liani, but this could be a contributing factor to the whole case as well. Meaning to say that at the point in time, right, where she wanted to discuss the facts and then with the interpreter or whatever, things might have gotten mixed up. So basically, right, according to Mr. Shamugam, the district judge had convicted Miss Party after she found serious inconsistencies in Miss Party's evidence, amongst others. The lower court had also found that Miss Party's evidence on some items were implausible, said Mr. Shamugam. This includes her claims to have picked up two iPhones, jewelry, and a Prada bag from the trash. Uh, the district judge had preferred the news evidence that they would not have discarded such items. So anyways, like, I think the, the biggest problem here is that, like, they are asked to sign a lot of statements 
in English. Yep. And I don't even know if they understand what the fuck they're signing. Like, did the person who asked them to sign this, mm. all these statements that they have made, supposedly, right, tell them what they're signing? Like, did they explain to them, like, what all these statements they have supposedly said mean before they signed it? I am... Do, do they do they even have the interpreters on hand that are able to you know uh, line by line statement by line statement go through the statements exactly and explain to them what they are signing you know in English? I yeah. think my my biggest question is like, I, do they even record like what they say? Maybe not. I think they don't. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so one so of you cannot play back and like check, yeah. fact check and verify. You that's can only rely on the the signed statement. That's one of the things Silver Lim also brought up uh, in her speech, lah. Which is there should be a recording somewhere mm. of at least the initial interview. And don't forget, on top of all this, right? On top of the language barrier, the cost barrier, so on and so forth, uh, when you sit across from a policeman, right? The stress is fucking there, one. Uh. I mm. mean, whether you are a victim or whether you are perpetrator or whatever, right? Yeah. The, the, the feeling of stress, right? That you are now, you know, in the hands of the law for whatever reasons is, is fucking undue amount of stress. Uh. Even if the police don't, Put external stress on you, right? By through the actions, are uh, just being there will be. Then what the? <laughs> what is what? it? What are you guys looking at me for? I don't what? know. I'm not looking at you. Why are you giggling <laughs> while I'm talking about stress in the police station. Because I'm thinking what of story? a BDSM situation. Oh my! God. Where there's a long arm of the law coming oh, down oh hard upon you. Please continue. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm distracted by your fucking <laughs> chocolate by your chortling and your snorkeling and <laughs> now I'm talking about something serious then I turn I turn to the side and I see Dan Wong's he's, he has this like half half far away look in his eyes right thousand years stare yeah, this thousand years stare like he's thinking about like he's in his own mind palace right? <laughs> then then he got this like half grin you know like He's thinking about like something, something funny or what? People thousand years stare is PTSD. You thousand years stare is BDSM. <laughs> almost the same, like, Almost. I give you guys some very vulnerable private insight into my mind. Okay, and all you do is ridicule me for it. But but honestly, I mean, I agree with John. Uh, you know, when you are, I've not experienced it thankfully, but I've got a lot of friends who uh, got rounded up because they were bringing in stupid shit like airsoft guns and shit uh, right and your friends so dodgy and yeah you know, I, got, I got a lot of dodgy friends so they're not you know they've, they've gone through the processes and they're like, it's not pleasant you know I mean some of them joke about it they've gone through so gone through it so often that they, they're used to it oh I'll go and drink coffee with my friends and get them again but it's not a pleasant feeling you know and they can lock you up for lock you up not lock you up they can hold you for 48 hours right some amount of hours lah. Yeah, it, it, it's a significant amount of hours to make you feel uncomfortable for a day or two. Yeah. And they may not uh, allow you to go to the washroom regularly or uh, they may not give you food or drink. Hmm. Yeah. Jerry, you better be careful you don't get in nah, there. Nah, man. You know, the brown liquid scenario will happen for me. Oh, just shit over there. I don't care. <laughs> I know you will. That's yeah. Fine. If that I happens... Make you clean up your own shit. I, then I'll clean up my own shit but I'll just shit over there. Like, hey, look, I dude, I gotta go, man. You wanna cuff me, you cuff me, but I gotta oh, go. By the way, go. I heard of, uh, I watched one of Xiaxue's videos recently and it was like 20 questions they need to answer or something like that. Oh, what the one fuck? of the things that she had to answer like, was the, what's the most disgusting thing that has happened to you? So I think one of the stories she related was, I think she was in lockup and then they, she said she needed to pee. So the female officer just pointed to like, the, you know, the drain, the, the, the hole in the ground. And she said, pee there. And then when she peed, right, like a swarm of flies 
Emerge Ew. from the... Why was she in lockup? Shoplifting or something, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, when she was younger. So yeah, I mean, when she was much, much younger. But fuck, man, she tell the story, give me the heebie-jeebies, and I felt the fucking flies on my crotch. Man. <laughs> so oh my god. Oh, geez. and girls have to squat down. Guys at least can stand over it. Oh, I hate being a girl. I want to have a penis. Talking about being a girl and having a penis. <laughs> segway. Shall we segue? Segway, segway. Segway into you wanna something related, but not related. Lunch actually create, uh, conducted a survey of which 690 singles in Singapore participated in. So the headline from Mothership is 87% of men would date women who earns more, but only 39% of women would date a man who earns less. NG, would you date a man who earns less? No. 50 to 80 years of feminism, right? And women are still just basically gold-digging holes. Okay, let me just tell you this, right? <laughs> the reason I would not date a dude who earns less than me is not because I want money, but it's because there are a lot of problems that will be caused when a woman out-earns a man and the man feels extremely insecure, which happened in my marriage, FYI. Yeah. And there were lots of... But your of, marriage like, is not a Singapore man. So that's a, Do you think a Singaporean man would be okay? Eighty-seven percent of Singaporean men is okay with it, Angie. We have facts and statistics to back it up. <laughs> what is then, a lunch? Okay, then 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 the question should be: Have any of these like eighty-seven percent of men who said they're okay with it dated a woman who earns out earns them? And how did the relationship? You don't know. Go? You but don't all know. we know is the son of Putin, which you have married, is <laughs> not okay with it. And that's fine. He's more manly than any of us. This fucking, this fucking, fucking ruski commie prick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I, I would probably have not. I wouldn't have a problem if the guy doesn't have a problem. But most dudes would have a problem. Okay, and I never want to hear another fucking Singaporean woman uh, talking about body shaming any longer. Honestly, not one single one of you ever come up to and, and make an Instagram post or whatever about body shaming. Why well, you can't uh, Jaya running Raya Namin yet? <laughs> Only 20% of women say they will date a shorter man. It's like, the higher is cannot choose one. I make fun of you because you're fat, right? Because you chose to be fat, you fucking, you fucking tubby. Okay, you breathe forever alone, motherfucker. But then, uh, a short guy, right? Okay, Angie, I give you a pass because that short guy lied to you. So, he's a fucking prick. The one in your one date wonder. But yeah. the short guy, right? He cannot choose to be short. Me being a tall, handsome dude, right? I know of all of my privileges, okay? I know of all of it. I know how many privilege points I have. All the short dudes, right, okay? They are fucking poor thing, oh. And then only 20% of you will date a shorter man. Fuck you. You ever talk to me about body shaming again? I'm gonna fart in your face. With my height. Because my ass, my ass is at your face. By the way, it's referring to the other 80%. <laughs> no, all of them. 100%, I don't care. Okay, okay. Okay, all of them. Jerry, don't, don't, don't you, don't, don't all three of us feel good that, you know, we married, like, beautiful women and we're, like, you know, we're, like, done. We don't have to deal with this nonsense anymore, this dating shenanigan, like. like yeah, we, Wong like, don't get too complacent. Oh, why, why are you looking at me like, oh my god, what's going on? And she's ready to make the move on you. Uh, not on you, not on you. Not on you. Not on We won the game, man. So, I, I, I look at these numbers in amusement and jest. So, I'm not, like, you know. It feels good to be out of this. I, I just love this because My wife I can imagine like me. when this thing came out, right? I was just so pleased because I knew I knew the people from EDMW BBFAs they were gonna get so triggered by this. <laughs> I was just like, oh yes, 
you can feel the pain, right? You lick the tears coming down yes. your, your cheeks. <laughs> oh man, you poor boys. Nobody yeah. wants you. They tell them, you know. hey, don't cry so much. Uh, later you got sodium deficiency. Hey, at least they didn't say that they didn't want like dudes with little dicks. Uh. But actually, they didn't ask the question. Yeah, they didn't ask. Or so maybe they didn't, they didn't tell you that question. They didn't ask. Okay. <laughs> maybe they didn't, you know, maybe they just didn't public. report it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Who the fuck knows? Hey, so, so back to my question. Who is Lunch Actually? What is a Lunch Actually? It's a dating agency in Singapore. Lunch Actually is a dating agency in Singapore. Yeah. They're like matchmakers. Oh. Ah, okay. Okay. And apparently, they, they command quite a premium, but they do quite a lot of like background checks. There was one case recently, right? Not very recent. I mean, recent as in like maybe about three, four months ago, mm. where this lady, she went with a dating agency Ask for like a very specific con- set yeah, of conditions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so, like a guy who's like maybe uh, only like five years older than her and you know, this particular height, this particular race, whatever. And then they, they fuck it all up. Like, the, the dude that they match her up with was like this 50 year old, twice divorced, <laughs> got, like four kids with three different women. Like, they're kind of like. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, so. Uh, apparently the dating agency is still trying to rectify like, oh, they, they're just the, the CEO came out and said it was an accident <laughs> yeah maybe got some miscommunication uh, know, but we're still let me let me see if I can <laughs> algorithm error algorithm error hey but okay uh, these these um services are so fucking expensive one of my girlfriends right she went for one of uh, these services and I think I can't remember which exact agency it was but I remember <laughs> she paid like over a couple of K, right? Mm. To to go there. And then they will set you up with like five, I think, matches. Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe two to four K. Uh, like some, some kind of number wow. like that. Some mm. of them can For, be quite high. Like yeah. five K onwards or so. Yeah, and then like they set you up with five people. And then at the end of the day, if they and none of these five people are like works out or something, you mm. I think you can get a partial refund or what? I can't remember. Um but well I was like when she told me how much it cost, I was like Holy fucking shit! Are you like are they like setting you up with oil shakes or like what? Like what? Like why? Why is it so expensive? Actually, it's so crazy. And I think men pay more than women do. Hmm. Probably. I I just want to tell the singles out there. <laughs> right. Please give me some advice, Jerry. Yeah, from un- <laughs> from Uncle Jerry. <laughs> just lower your expectations, ah. Uh. <laughs> You're not, you're not the best fucking deal out there. Your mom say you're special, but you're really not. You're average. Wait, you're, talking to, you're talking to the men or the women? Everyone. I'm talking to everyone, you know. Men, women, trans, you know. Just lower your fucking expectations, okay? You're Everybody not special. You're not beautiful. Most of us are not. Most of us are not smart. Most of us don't earn a lot of money. Just lower your expectations, you know. Can, can I say something counter to, to counter Jerry? That is... I'm not a looker, neither am I smart, neither do I earn a lot of money, but I still manage to win the game. So there's hope for everybody out there. You're lucky lah. Then Wong, you look a lot better in your youth, right? Yeah, that's true. Ah, that's yeah, true. man, I'm yeah. fucking that's true. Pui, I'm, 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 I am Pui Pui now. BBFM. Pui Pui forever married. Hopefully. So guys, don't give up. My my leading advice to all guys, right, is to lie constantly. <laughs> That's the only way to get women. But not to the extent the one day wonder the guy one six cm one sixty cm lie about one seven four round up round. No, don't, like if you're one sixty, right? Just say you're one six five. Correct. If you earn three k a month, just say you earn three point six a month. Yeah. 
Just like fudge the numbers a bit. Just a bit. Believable fudging. Yeah. Believable yeah. fudging. <laughs> <laughs> Just lie constantly. Yeah. Just keep lying and lying. Like, women don't know the difference. Like, you, you, Angie, what's it, like, can you tell the height difference between one dude to the next? You know what happened, right? Like, yes. we, we, after don't know how many years of podcast recording, we took a photo, all four of us, inside, with uh, Dr. Chi. Yes. Hmm. And I was shocked when I saw the photo. Why? Because I always thought I was the same height as Jerry and Dan. Hmm. And I was looking like, John Wang in the eye. And then I realized, fuck you, I'm so short on you. Yeah. Angie, this is because you have a big personality. And to the guys and girls out there, if you have a big personality, you actually seem taller no, than you are. It's because women don't know the differences between height. <laughs> they don't actually fucking know. Okay? There was one time I got, I got a dude, a friend of mine, super triggered. Because he was, I think, 170. Mm. And I said, oh, you're basically the same height as I was. And then he got so triggered, he went on tiptoe for like, at least 20 minutes on, oh, on the way wow. home. Nice. Then he was just so angry. Then he was like, no, no. And he was like trying to lift up his head to look me below his nose. He's like, look, Angie, I'm like much taller than you are. Why are guys so sensitive? It's the, it's the women and spatial awareness thing, right? Oh, yeah, they have, no, they have no awareness of anything. Stereotypical. Hey, can, I, can I give you guys a very quick hypothetical? Um, uh, for, for the, this is just for the three married guys in the room. If let's say now you are not married, you are still single and you're still... Uh, looking for a partner what is the first thing number one thing that you would do I would not be looking for a partner oh my god J- Jerry would you be like a BBFA actually I was it was just pure luck that I asked my wife out okay and then we end up together because I was ready to be single for the rest of my life okay yeah. why because there's so much work involved in a relationship It's <laughs> just so much work Right? <laughs> you know, I'm not like okay. Here, here's here's the thing. You know, get, uh, meeting meeting Anna, getting married is definitely really one of the best things. In fact, if not, if it might be the best thing to happen to me. But Aww. you know, still, it is a lot of work. If if I if I can rewind to the time where I decided to ask her out, I might decide not to. <laughs> okay, Anna, if you're hearing this, Jerry doesn't mean that he loves you very much. Oh shit! And now you can use this. Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, she knows. She knows. We we've talked about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we've talked. I'm about glad it. you guys have such open channels of communication. Yeah, okay. What about you, sir? Overseas. Siambu, Siambu, Vietnambu, Vietnam girl, Filipino girl. Okay. Um, especially Vietnam girl. I notice now that they all have big fucking tits. So um, <laughs> what? Implants, man. They all implants. He doesn't care. He's a caveman. Oh, okay. Big Ken already. Yeah, big Ken already. <laughs> big, big, big boob. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <Sorry>. much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with Singaporean women. Uh. I think I think they're fine. Um, Just the big, the tits are not big enough, lah. Eh, yeah. I if I <laughs> I think if I lie to them, right, the point is they catch on pretty quickly, lah. Uh, so if I lie to like a Vietnamese woman, they they won't catch on so soon. So that's my that's my advantage there, lah. Mm. 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 Okay. Uh, Dan Wong. Okay. Answer your own question. For me, um, the first thing I'll do is work out. Work out, work out, work out. Get a personal trainer, work out, work out, work out. Because everybody is so fucking shallow. Um, they will reject you immediately if you, uh, if you look like a pui pui. So, to all, to everybody out there, I would, to all the pui pui guys, I, I think we should work out. Join Stephen Lim's class. Yeah, we should join oh Stephen God, Lim's class. Hey, hey, Stephen Lim hey, can do a hundred push-ups. He's hey, ripped. Can we do a Longkang Kitty segment yes. episode yes. 
where we joined Steve Lim's class. Yes. I'm yeah. not kidding. I'm not Let's kidding. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm very for it, up man. for this. Let's go. If we try again yeah, to our audiences out there, we try to invite Stephen Lim on the podcast he multiple times, on. but he refuses to come. So yeah. you know, if Stephen Lim doesn't come to us, hell, we'll go to him. Yep. 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 I want to touch his abs. I want to touch them. Can you lick it? I might lick them. Okay. <laughs> John, can you? How much money do I have to pay you to hold down Stephen Lim so I can lick his belly button? I don't think you, no, he you needs to hold down. Yeah, you don't need to pay me. You pay him. You pay him. <laughs> You don't have to pay John, you pay him. No, because you know why? Because <laughs> I want content for this podcast. <laughs> I just have to do it under the condition that we either record it or something. Yeah. It happened, guys. It happened. It's happening. I bet it tastes of mushrooms and death. Mm. I don't want to know. Well, he did kill a man, so I don't want to But where's know. the mushrooms from, though? Like fungus? Yeah, because he doesn't wash. <laughs> oh. You're not letting that one go, right? <laughs> I man. never let anything go. You all should know this by now. Every... every Oh, of your yeah, like fucking like bulldog, uh, elephant with the elephant memory. Yeah, all of your nonsense are uh, from the past. I remember every detail, and I always find ways to jab in, just slide one in to annoy the shit out of you. Anyways, so apparently, right, they're gonna have a uh, accreditation criteria and standards for dating agency. Wow, they just um, they just put this in. I think in August Correct. this year. In order to, to be a proper accredited dating agency, you must have ISO 9004, BizSafe Level 3, <laughs> and various all sorts of different... Uh, you guys know this, right? You must it's have just a- taking Dude A and putting it with Chick A. That's all. Why do you need accreditation for all this shit? <laughs> Are you angry? <laughs> It's fucking stupid lah, what lan John, but it's more work than that. You have to get chick A, chick B, chick C, chick C1, chick C2, chick D, chick E. No, I tell you what's really happening. In every dating agency, right, there's like 10 dudes to one woman. That's it. And then it's just these 10 dudes, right, they're cycling through, cycling through, cycling through, cycling through. It's just, that's the, that's the fucking reality. That's the thing yeah, about I- like um, dating apps as well. I mean, I don't go on multiple dating platforms, but my friends who do are like, Dude, man, I'm like just swiping the same people again and again on all these platforms. Because less, be- less and less people are using it. Is that so? I feel less and less people are using I've, it. I've not no, used it's it just that women have a lot of options, right? The hot chicks, they are just like inundated all the fucking time, not just from dating apps, but on their social media in real life, from their workplace, yeah. sometimes even from their second cousin. So it's like they have all the fucking options in the world, especially when they're young and beautiful. If you're a dude, you gotta stand out, man. I don't care how you stand out, just stand out. You can be like Stephen Lim. You definitely stand out. Slash your face. No, you gotta lower your expectations. <laughs> no, stand out, stand out, slash your face and say you've been in a war. What war? Which war? The the Falcons War. <laughs> the Balkans War. <laughs> the Georgia conflict. That happened like fifteen years before you were born. S- say you fought in Nagorno Karabakh. Actually, you know what? Most women also won't know. Yeah. You say Balkan War, eh? You say you fought in the Balkan War, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard of it. I heard of it. Yeah, it was waged uh, from uh, 1998 to 2002. I was there from 2000 to 2002. <laughs> Do you have a hypothetical for this? Because I have a hypothetical. Okay, you oh, say no, okay. Okay. I really have a hypothetical. It's a question, it's a question oh gosh, that yeah, I want yeah, to yeah. ask you guys. Okay, okay. okay so, so, imagine all of us are going to be starting a dating service. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all of us. Every individual of us, so we have four different ones. Uh. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, what is the name of your dating service? 
And what is your unique selling point? Oh my gosh. It's wang time. <laughs> I unique... guarantee no woman would join that. <laughs> and I, Zero. And my unique selling point right, is lying, lying effectively and efficiently and creating a persona to pick up chicks. Dude, no, this is uh, not a matchmaking. No, no it's, it's, it's a it's dating matchmaking. service. So you have to match both. Both You have to be uh, Which of a service to both genders. Hey, I tell you, there will be women who want to sign up for my honor. Because you know why? Effectively lie to men. I will, I will, I will teach them right how to spot, spot lies, spot the lies from the men. So you feed the men lies, and then you teach women how to spot them. Yes. Fucking smart. Then after that, they will, then they will forever be in this conflict, and that's how marriage is done. <laughs> marriage shit. is an eternal war. <laughs> that's terrifying. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, I think I will do stuff to target the weird and quirky people. Weird, quirky, and full of taste. Yeah. <laughs> what sort of taste? Salty taste, bitter taste, sour taste. You know what I mean? I'm talking about like the weird ass hipsters, the quirky girls who go round round, and uh, the guys who like. You I know, want the quirky girls who go round round to message us on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're one of those girls, right? Message us immediately. <laughs> and John, John will give you some money. <laughs> Yeah, we'll target the quirky crowd because the quirky crowd has been uh have have been in possession of a lot more disposable income. That is what my anecdotal evidence is. So the artsy fartsy people who are willing to spend more. Yes, yes, yes. Something like coffee and bagel, but more extreme, even quirkier and even weirder. So basically you're you're saying the quirky people have very, very little financial self control. They (laughs) have come into possession of more disposable income. Jerry, do not gaslight me. I did not say that, okay? Lucky you did not go on some sanctimonious rant like, oh, you know, all these quirky people have, they have been ignored by society and I wish to shine a light. <laughs> I would have make the fun, make the, make fun of you, the shit out of it. Hey, see, if I did that, then you would call me out immediately. So. Yeah, I would, I would, I definitely would. <laughs> I was already prepared, you know, I hear you, the quirky people have been, I really like, oh, oh. <laughs> It's coming, it's coming! See, they won't! But oh, it didn't you were quivering in your chair. Quirky <laughs> <laughs> people who read what kind of uh, ultramarine. Yeah. Then oh. Then he oh. just like, oh, they have more disposable income. I'm like, yeah, okay, I can accept that. <laughs> Entirely superficial <laughs> and uh, materialistic. Do <laughs> uh, you want to go next? My agency name mm. will be called Let God Help You. <laughs> And I am going to target religious people. Oh, and shit. then I will just, you know, match all the people from within the same religion to each other. And then I will have a very high success rate. Because most of them will not divorce. So I can say that, oh, you know, my uh, the marriages that have formed from this agency have a very low divorce rate. And then because most of these religious people are very keen on like just finding a partner and just like freaking just getting married already. They're like, oh, you are a fellow in Christ too? Oh, you have to save your as me? Oh, it's oh. just for Christians, is it? Christian Not just Christians, but, like, uh, I mean Hindus, whoever. You know, okay. I'll just like, open myself up, you know? Like, Buddhist, whatever. I'll, mm. I'll just match you up properly, okay? And then because like, religious, pe- religious people, um, when they talk to other religious people, I'm assuming that they will immediately feel a sense of like, connection, connection already. So, and then they can like, spiritual together. La. It's common ground already established. Yup. Before you start the date, you must say a prayer. Yes. So that would be my uh, dating agency. Let God help you. Okay. okay. Are you claiming perhaps that you are God? Am I? <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Actually, I have to say, Ninji, I'm quite disappointed. 
I thought you'd be like, oh yeah, I want the, for the religious people, right? Then I get, I mix up the Christians and the, the Muslims. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I do not advocate then, that. Then, then, then let God sort it out. <laughs> oh, shit. I do not advocate that. I'm a very pragmatic businesswoman. Okay, okay. I feel like you need to have another anger. Because if I was, let's say, Catholic, right? Then I'll be able to find another Catholic quite easily, right? But if, let's say, I was Catholic and I really want let's say I'm a Singaporean woman and I really want a Catholic ride from Rome, then I will go to... Actually, you're wrong, you know. It's very difficult for, I think, people who are religious to find other... Uh, I don't know for like, say, Muslims or Hindus, lah, but a lot of my Christian friends and a lot of my Catholic friends have told me about their, the problems that they face because they are encouraged to date within their own church but then the dating pool is small because a lot of people are already either married or like, you know, not of a suitable age, blah, blah, blah. If their church is smaller. So, and then like, you know, they find it hard to fight, to fight, like mix with people from other Christian Because they're always things. involved in their freaking yeah, church yeah, groups they have and shit. Groups, mm-hmm. They have no time to go out and meet new exactly, people. Exactly, which is why a service like mine Some people will like, help are. you City Harvest, you think that a new creation church and all that, like as a somebody who used to be a Christian, I would... Oh, wait, you try to pick up chicks at church, is it? You want those assholes? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what hey, most guys actually, do. No, it's not just that, you know, like, I know a lot of designers and other people in my industry who became Christian, hash, like, you know, Christian, uh, just to get, like... Business, business opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, not surprising. Okay, then what were you about to say? Uh, nothing. Somebody <laughs> distracted you, right? How you distracted me? If you're green and thousand yards there. No, I, see, I agree with Angie. It's not easy for a Christian in any church, even new creation church or, or one of the more char- charismatic churches to to find somebody that uh, you are attracted to for a variety of reasons. Mm. Okay, okay, fair enough. Okay, my dating agency will be called Lowered Expectations. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the dregs of society, is it? Yeah, low expectations, right? So you come to me when you have very low expectations and you're like, look, you know, it's time. My, my mom just wants me to get married, okay? I just, I, just, I don't care. I just want to find someone. You need someone to BTO with. Yeah, you know, just need someone to BTO with. So, okay. So that, that way, it's very easy because, you know, <laughs> come to us and we'll hook you up, you know? And also, you know, it's not just low expectations of the potential person you are matchmate with or you, you know, go on a date with. It's also low expectations from us. It's like, if something <laughs> fucks up, hey, dude, it's called lower expectations, man. Manage your expectations, bro. Any woman who comes to your dating agency, right? Very simple. Just go to EDMW. Yeah. Post this photo. Yeah. <laughs> who wants who to marry <laughs> <laughs> Looking for oh, this. Oh shit. <laughs> Sinky boo. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. that will work. Find one of the, the BBFAs, right? To go and date this Yeah. World yeah. expectation. I feel like yours might be the most successful of all. Actually, yeah, Jerry, actually, yeah, actually, yeah, actually, yeah, actually, yeah, Jerry. This whole concept of under promising and over delivering is a good no, idea. No, no, he's not even over delivering. Yeah, I'm not. There's no he's over delivering. He's just under promising. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah, exactly. over delivering that yeah, that's what I, I would say. Consider doing the reverse catfishing. What you do is that let's say if I come to you like, hey Jerry, uh, blah 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 blah, mm. right? I would like to use your services. Then you come, let me okay, Dan, you are poor, go and take a side hustle, uh, go and work out at the gym. So when the woman actually meets me, she'd be like, Hey, I thought you were such a loser, but you're just a little bit better than a loser. So mm. you know, under promise and over deliver. So they're happy with them, right? And then the person's life is improved. Maybe I'll work with Stephen Lynn. Yes! Yes! Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. 
That's like a whole other I feel level. like my dating agency, right, is just yours, but one level up. <laughs> so anybody who goes to his dating agency should be excluded from your list. Yeah. 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 No, actually, actually, what is going to happen is that who, whoever goes to Jerry's dating agency, right, uh, <laughs> takes the Stephen Lim class and then upgrades to John's dating agency. <laughs> Yeah, hey, look, I look, I look ripped now, man. Yeah, I should look, go and lie. Yeah, 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 I should lie to women. Lie my way into like nice and tense. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> that was a great magical moment by Jerry. Oh, well Good done, job, sir. Jerry. Well done. Very nice. Okay, do we have any <laughs> last words? Okay, okay. Then with that, that shall be the end of this episode. Thank you all very much for listening in. And remember to uh, go like our Facebook, go follow us on Instagram, yeah, and TikTok and Twitter. We don't have TikTok. We have Aww. Twitter, but uh, I gave up trying to make it successful. Um, <laughs> it's too complex for a boomer like me. Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Goodbye! Should I do that like burning questions thing? Is it gone on for too long? I feel like it uh, is. You want, yeah, I think we can do like another five minutes. Okay, well, since John was bitching about how me and Jerry don't have any like special segments, uh, I have come up with one. It's called <gasps> Angie's Burning Questions. Burning questions. Yes. So the first burning question I have. Wait, wait, wait. And you give some context into these burning questions. Yeah. How do you accrue okay. them? So, I mean, since I am in this situation where I have three men uh, here to answer all Strapping my questions. strong men with great bodies and handsome personalities. Yes. I've got men boobs. Who are these people you're talking about, George? Myself, myself, and myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what, what? okay, never mind. <laughs> that doesn't even apply to any, any... Okay, so anyways, uh, I was having a conversation with a lesbian friend of mine about penises. Uh, and she thought I could answer her questions. And I thought I could ha- answer her questions too. But I realized I couldn't because I don't have a penis. So I'm just going to ask you guys these questions. Since all of you possess penis. We will answer to the best of our ability. Okay, question one. Can you have sex with a flaccid penis? No. no. Have you tried? Yes. What kind of sex? Like sex where you put it into a penetrative sex. Full, full penetrative sex then yeah. oh, feels difficult. La. But oh, if you're, okay, la. you're talking yeah. about just rubbing, rubbing, then sure, why not? Yeah, confirm cannot. It doesn't yeah. work. Have you tried to stuff it in? Of course. Yeah, but it doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't work. <laughs> it, would, it would just pop itself out. <laughs> okay. I hope that answers your friend's question. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it doesn't work. Well, she doesn't need you to tell her that. Like, obviously, it doesn't work, right? I wouldn't know, man. Yeah. Like, I was, think- I was thinking... I was like, look, I would answer. I would love to answer this, but I've never ever tried because the sight of flaccid dick is just like a lump of, I don't know, thing. Party. Yeah, you just don't want to touch it, right? So you wouldn't want to stuff it in. <laughs> Jerry, it's an obscene gesture. What was that, uh, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, hello, hello. <laughs> what are you trying to do? <laughs> Shake it back to life. Oh yeah 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 I know it. Can oh, you okay, do okay. that? Okay, so what you do, right? If you are in a dire situation, you hit it. No, like that's that. worse. No, it's good. 
<laughs> no. And then you'll respond to stimuli. Just no. smack it around a bit. You'll hurt, then you'll go even softer. Oh. Is that so? Oh. Some people are turned on by pain, no? Some people. <laughs> then all, no Clearly pretend, not then you. All, Clearly all, not you, Jerry. Yeah. Fucking Verena motherfucker. <laughs> You're ultramarine Verena motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Oh Any more burning questions? Yeah, the second one is how do you ride a bicycle? Oh. You it's put simple. your ass on the seat yeah. and you you put your feet on the pedal and then you move your feet in a cycling No, but motion. isn't okay, your... I understand like the context of a question. So squashed. The dick is higher up a bit. So by right, you sh- your, your dick should not um bear any weight. It will touch the seat, but it won't bear weight. It's like there's an extra... The dick uh, is not under our hips. You know? It's an extra apparatus coming from the front of our hips. So you right, put right, your ass down, up. right? Then the, the balls uh, will just rest on the, you know, mm. the, the, the dick shaped portion of the seat, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that eager nose, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, is a ball rest. Oh, is that so? And also, uh, specifically these. <laughs> for your ball yeah. rest. <laughs> yes. 100%. This is truth and facts. But the, the, the penis, when it's, uh, non-erect, when it's like, there's no blood flow, you know, not, not blue, but when it's not engorged with blood and, uh, your scrotum is actually very soft. So when you put any pressure on it, it does, it does squash a bit. Correct, correct. So, so it's so squashed? It does squash a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will come in contact, but it will not bear weight. Yeah. So that's why you notice when, when a lot of guys, when they want to ride fast, right? Let's say I need to go very fast now or I need to go up a hill and I have to lean forward to mm. be more aerodynamical. Yeah. They will stand a bit, then. Because if you lean yeah, forward, <laughs> yeah, if you lean forward and then rest your weight, yes, then you will gonna. So that's why when you lean forward to to accelerate, you should stand up a bit. Most guys stand up and pedal. Uh, we need walk salary men to come answer this because wow. walk salary men, yeah, they're both cyclists. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm so glad I don't have a hanging ball sack between my legs. Any more that's why we men spread, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, men spreading is very important. But like the amount like some some guys spread, I'm pretty sure it's proportional directly proportional to the size of your balls. <laughs> I think it's directly That's why in, lim- is inversely proportioned. Inversely like That's the smaller lim- your balls are, the bigger you must spread. That's why Lim Tian, right? I bet with you when you see on the MRT, uh, his legs is 180 degrees. Uh, it's just like takes up three seats. It's just, right? it's, just, it's, just, it's just parallel to all the seats. He's like a gymnast who can spread his he, legs. He's like he's like freaking John Club and them. Yeah. <laughs> Because you got those big brass balls. Okay, what is the the last question about blue balls? Is it a myth? Blue balls? What is blue balls? Blue balls means like when you get an ele- erection up. and then you don't have sex. Will your balls turn blue? No. <laughs> no, you're making this up, right? No, no, it's, no, a, it's real, a real it's thing. A real well, okay, I told okay. my lesbian friend that this is a this is a myth that men make make yeah. up to to bluff girls bluff into have sex, sex with them. Especially young young girls. Uh. But have your t- balls ever turned blue? No, no. Oh, funny story. Uh, I once, uh, <laughs> your I once balls have. A, I once have a lecturer who uh, went cycling. Uh, I mean, this is in Canada, uh, so he went cycling and then he forgot to put on his thermals on, and oh, it was shucks. a cold, chilly morning. Mm. And then by the end of the cycle, right, he felt numb, so he looked down and it's like, yeah, it's a bit red from frostbite. <laughs> That's not so blue. Was, it's not blue, but it was a bit red for frostbite because the wind was going oh, between shit. the legs. Yeah. <laughs> so, Don't, doesn't it shrink also when it's cold? Yeah, of course it does. Men's balls automatically shrink when you're in the room, Angie. I'm pretty sure. 
Thanks, Dan. I love that. I'm pretty no, sure no, yours goes no, right into your body. Yeah, 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 only, my, yeah. only Dan Wong is so easily intimidated yeah. by a tiny little woman like NG. I'm so glad. I know oh, yeah, NG yeah. has been working out and whatever. Like she looks like she got some muscles, but okay lah. The only reason why Dan Wong is intimidated because he lost the knife <laughs> and because he reads Ultramarines. So <laughs> it's. Uh, now I have a burning question on my own. Okay, is it penis or penis? Penises or penis? Probably for, penises. For plural. Penises, I would say right? penises, or penises. Okay. I have never heard anyone use the word penis before. It's penile. Right, there's like the medical penile, penile yes. Penile that's, dysfunction. That's like a very. I don't even know what's the English description of that particular form. You guys have heard of testicular torsion before, right? Oh yeah. That's when your testicles like kind of turn right yes. or something. P9. Uh, huh? Now, P9. Plural of penis. Oh shit, we've been saying it all wrong all the time. <laughs> oh, I'm going to call shit. it penises no matter what. Nobody, nobody says P9. Oh, yeah, what would happen if you, what would you do if you had testicular torsion? Oh, Go doctor. Pain. Yeah. Pain. Go doctor and try not to die. Try not to faint from the pain. <laughs> what happens uh, actually when you get testicular torsion I've encountered it twice I mean not me oh, personally shit. not me not me not me but but uh, one is a BMT mate and another one is a student what happened to them a student from NAFA huh? what happens to them go, to, go, to, go see doctor uh. doctor will sort it out for you uh. the doctor will, will, will twist it more just a little bit and then he'll spin it around so you can't twist it yourself uh? Uh, I don't think it's, advice, it's advisable to do that because you don't know which, which is the correct direction what if you spin it in the wrong direction and then it comes off <laughs> <laughs> testicular torsion is an emergency condition it happens yeah. when the spermatic cord which provides blood flow to the testicle rotates and becomes twisted Correct. the twisting cuts off the testicle's blood supply and causes I didn't know it was the blood vessels I always thought <laughs> yeah. it was like the, the, the nutsack the, yeah. the tubes or what tubes yeah. <laughs> I don't know the spermatic cord ma. actually you know what I really want to do like, one of the things I really want to try uh, is to inject my ball with saline to enlarge the balls. Um, just to try it out. Why? There was the guy who died, right? For me, the gay guy. Yeah. He, he died after... <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. I mean, how do you want it bigger? You know, yeah. How big do you want it to be? Any bigger huh? will be uncomfortable. How, do you, how big do you want it to be? And what's the point of making it bigger? Impressed women. Huh? I'm sure they'll be very impressed. Big wang. Yeah. Dating agency. <laughs> They'll be very impressed by the size of my testicles. Then I also have a very good reason to manspread. Then it will be it will contravene right Angie's claim that is di- uh, inversely proportional. I will let her know right now it's directly proportional. <laughs> oh, actually, this should be a thing. More men should inject saline into their balls. Hmm. Then you want to try now? Hmm. Pass. But what if like you inject the, the saline into your balls and mm-hmm. then your balls are way bigger than your penis? Isn't that sad? It will just make your penis look way smaller in, in No, that's the point. That's the point. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be... Yeah, it's supposed to make it... Uh, no, no, John. No. Do not Google this. Do not Google this. No, no. This. Do, not, <laughs> do not Google this. No. He's typing... Large testicles. <laughs> I, I, my eyes are glued to the screen. I can't... Oh my god. I can't... Wait, wait, uh, with, say, with saline. Let's, let's go. Wow, look at this look at this dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Do I wanna see? I gotta it? see, I gotta see. Uh, I'll I'll send it over to the chat. 
But I don't want to open it later, like my. No, my no, it won't, it won't be. Yeah, it's, 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 it's SFW, don't worry. Yeah, it's safe for work. That was the guy who died after injecting. Oh, he injected silicone. Silicone. Oh. So the silicone is a. The silicone is the permanent solution. I was wondering solution. why, like, why saline would kill somebody. Yeah, the silicone is the permanent one. The uh, saline, right, is will go away after like two or three days. Okay, so yeah. wh- why did he die again? Because he got into his bloodstream, is it? Because you're not supposed to inject silicone into yourself, lah. Injecting large quantity of silicone into his. Oh, I love how, he, according to his death certificate, silicone injection syndrome was listed as one of the four causes of death, alongside three lung-related causes. Okay, I guess that's enough testicle and cock and ball talk. Talk? CBT. Cock talk. Cock and ball I hope that you can uh, milk your, I mean, ask your uh, friends for more of these interesting questions. Are they interesting? I'm not quite sure. But they are okay. pretty interesting. And Only, uh, I think they are quite... Yeah. I think it's quite not I think you can like easily Google the answers to all this. You need to ask us like really obscure and specific questions. About dick. About dick and balls. I feel like there's too much work to find out about dick. I'm sure if you, your lesbian friend um, will have more questions on She just never think about it. She just doesn't want to think about dick. <laughs> then why she asks you all these questions? She's clearly thinking about dick one. At because, least it came out in the, because it came up in a conversation. At least some of the time she's thinking about it. Even during the conversation, that means she's thinking about it one. <laughs> okay, so I, I think I think Angie, your friend, asked you because your friend knew that I had a master's degree in penidology, right? Sure, yeah. <laughs> master only, uh, not PhD. What what advice uh, would you give as a master of penology? Is that the word? How do you even pronounce penology. it? Penology. <laughs> <laughs> what what advice can you give for for people with dicks? <laughs> what what advice? Do I have for people with dicks? Yeah. What the fuck? Wash it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wash it every day. Uh, smack it around. And you got to do this thing called jelking. What? Jelking. What is a jelking? Jelking. No, jelking is when you uh, hold your dick. Or when you're showering, right? You hold your dick. And then you give it a little, little pulls to, to stretch the spongy fibers within your dick. So that it gets a little bit bigger. After every pull. After, after a long period of time over many years. Aren't you going to just get like a droopy dick? Uh, I mean, I don't know about Segi, that. Saggy, droopy dick. Know. You just go into Google and type J E L K I N G. But some apparently only works for like up, up to a, like a half an inch or something like that. Mm, mm. But even half an inch is pretty good. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> half an inch for the guy with a, with a three incher is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I think I should try it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's my advice. Also, uh, yeah. if, you, if you're going to get a circumcision, do not get it by via Hasidic Jew. Oh, yeah. Mm. For sure, don't do it. Yeah, Hasidic Jew. Why? They Hasidic bite it Jews, off. yeah, they bite it off. They suck the tip and then they bite it off. But they do it for young boys. Young Are boys. Are you sure yeah. they bite it off? Yes. 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 And then there was an outbreak of herpes for... Oh, my like fucking some God. Yes. Yes. People talk a lot about female genital mutilation, right? But yeah, there is... You know. uh, don't get don't get uh, circumcised. That's my... That's yeah, my yeah. don't get circumcised. They want you circumcised? Nah. You look I got big. a disgusting flap of skin in front of my dick. They're so long. <laughs> because you keep pulling at it. Yeah, you can pull. No, I, I, I tried putting, you know what? You know what? Whore flakes. Yes. Yeah, I tried putting. Whore <laughs> flakes? <laughs> Inside? Yeah. Like the round one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was a young boy. <laughs> you don't judge me. 
<laughs> Did you get a yeast infection? No, nothing's wrong with me. What I, happened to the hot flake? I threw them away. You, you, you're looking at me uh, waiting to say I ate them, right? Of course not, Angie. I freaking threw them out the window. Yeah, I was expecting <laughs> you to eat me like that. I, I was expecting you. you to eat it. I'm going to end the episode at an earlier time, then play the music, then let all this all this nonsense play <laughs> out as like an outro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, do it, do it. Okay. <laughs>